KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Let's talk about the economy. Time for our weekly check in with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. We talk jobless claims, we talk housing, we talk the Fed, and much, much more. Give a listen. Let's start where we like to start, and that is with the the job market, jobless claims for last week. A very slight increase. I mean, basically, I think if you're looking big picture, it was flat, about 353,000 new claims. Uh, What do you take from that number? Well, Matt, uh, this is the first time it's increased in, in five weeks, and that's bound to happen because you have lots of people returning to universities uh, who had part-time jobs. You have people who, who left jobs uh, for various reasons. One, they may not be able to get the child care they thought they could get. So we're seeing a very slight increase. I'll take this number. I'll take 353 every week as long as there's a pandemic and as long as there's still fears of Delta variant and also the fact that uh, the fall is coming. I will take this number. I'm happy with it. To that point, that was kind of my follow-up question. We are getting ready for the fall you know, and obviously that means kids going back to school. What could we see here? I, I don't quite know what direction this is going to send things like the job market here, because there's a lot of fluidity uh, right now between the virus and you mentioned child care, still a big problem that I don't think people are talking enough about. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what what we see the next couple months. Absolutely. The Biden administration, they've really emphasized reopening the economy, but they're also cautioning businesses to protect their employees and their workers and the consumers. And you hit it when you said about child care. It's true. That could be stopping some people from going back to work. Plus, people, as I said a couple of weeks ago, we discussed the fact that they're willing to take a, a decrease in pay to stay home with their families, to stay home on Zoom, work from home on their computers, work remotely. So I think... Um, Trying to get back to pre-pandemic employment, unemployment, if you don't want to say it that way, is going to be very difficult. We were at full employment at 3.6, but I will say this, we've made great strides in 18 months. As we're talking here, last night the Supreme Court uh, overturned the CDC's ban on evictions. Uh, Going to take a while to see the ripple effects of this, but just on its front, this could play havoc with a lot of things if, uh, you know, people all of a sudden can get evicted and, you know, landlords will have open another thing that's very fluid. Absolutely. And I know I've heard already this week from food shelters, food pantries, from nonprofits saying they're already gearing up. Um, just this morning, I heard from a lady who runs a uh, a shelter, a lady who also deals with reaching out to people who need assistance for apartments uh, through their local churches. And they're already seeing an uptick just in one day of the people reaching out saying, we think we're going to be in trouble next month. We heard from Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell today on Friday, uh, speaking from Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Kind of give us the uh, the thumbnail of what he stressed and what he was looking at. Well, what he's looking at is not squeezing the economy too, too quickly. Uh, the fact that we've had 
a record number of home sales in the past few months. We've had a very good GDP for the first and second quarters of this year. And what he's saying is inflation is higher than what they've projected, but other central banks throughout the world, European Union and other ones, are also taking a look at not squeezing the economy too much and squeezing it off. Uh, however, we don't want to make it grow too quickly. We haven't had growth of 6% in, in such a long time. I don't even know what it looks like. But what I do know is happening is that they don't want to continue to keep buying what we call the assets and then having to um, then eventually cut the economy off. Now, money's almost free at this point. Interest rates are very low. People are happy that their mortgages, they refinance. So that's a good thing. They're, they went back and they were able to get lower rates on consumer loans. Uh the one thing that we always are concerned about is the debt at the national, the federal level. I'm not worried about state debt or local debt. I'm worried about the federal debt. You mentioned inflation uh, continues to, to tick up. What are you seeing on that front? Well, you know, 2% was what we had for many, many years, which means our, our target of inflation. But when you start opening the economy that was basically shut down, when you let all the greyhounds out on the racing track, what are they going to do? They're going to run around the track. And what did we do? We had pent up demand. Well, of course, prices are going to go up. We had a shutdown where we didn't have the supply chain in place. We were, we depend on other countries for imports. Well, of course, there's going to be inflation. It was bound to happen. Uh, I'm not saying I agree with it or like it, but the fact is that when you are given a certain amount of money after being closed down, we're going to do a couple of things with it. We're going to spend it. We're going to pay down debt. We're going to save it, which is what we're doing on all three fronts, Matt. Has the the needle moved for you as far as the concern about inflation? I know you and many people think it's transitory. Are you still in that in that frame of mind that this is a relatively tempor- temporary situation? I think it's a relatively temp- temporary situation until the interest rates go up. I know the Treasury Department, Janet Yellen, is pushing the Fed, Jerome Powell, and others to start it in January, maybe increasing the rates. I'd like to see them increase the rates by, what, a uh, quarter percent at the very least and see what happens. Uh, I think that's not going to squeeze it off as much, the economy. When you start raising rates a half a percent to a percent at one given time, then the markets will react negatively. Right now, the markets are really reacting very well to what's happening uh, this past week, all the events that are taking place, as well as all the mandates that are taking place at the public schools, private schools, and universities. So we continue to have a pretty good economy during this time, I think think. What are you hearing from local municipalities? And we talked about as we're pivoting towards fall, uh, what is the main concern? What's the, the levels of, uh, of concern you're, you're hearing? I know you're plugged in with a lot of these people. Sure. I had a meeting just last night. I was happy to say with a lot of, a lot of, a lot of county officials, I won't state which one it was, and also a lot of municipal officials, state reps. And we're, they're talking about the fact that The money they receive from the American Rescue Plan, they have until 2026 to spend it. What does that mean? That means we're going to see the economy growing, I think, in 2022 through 2026. Because the American Rescue Plan, there's a second payment coming to municipalities in the tri-state area next year around July. Uh, So when they start getting 
two payments like that, you're going to see a lot of good infrastructure being done. I I do see a lot of positiveness in the municipalities. I know we get down on government sometimes, but at the local county levels, uh, they're willing to get out there and do the projects that need to be done for stormwater management, storm sewers, clean water, and all these things have to do with roads, bridges, fixing the sidewalks, the culverts. I think we're going to see a busy 2022. How about folks down the shore? Uh, it is amazing and a little bit depressing that summer is winding down. We're, you know, I don't know, about a week and a half or so away from Labor Day. Uh, Labor Day, obviously, kind of the, you know, marks kind of the end of the, the summer tourism season. People go into September basing on the weather, but kind of traditionally. So uh, anecdotally, as someone who's been down a couple of different shore towns, Things look like they're doing great. The worker shortage, as we talked about last week, is real at all these places. But there are people everywhere. Uh, are the, these shore towns, these shore economies feeling uh, pretty good about what the summer's brought them? They are. And I'm starting to see a lot of activity in some of these shore towns. So uh, the past year and a half, the pandemic has slowed things down. But a lot of these shore towns continued their projects that had to do with flooding, had to do with beach erosion. Now, obviously, some of that funding comes from the Army Corps of Engineers, FEMA as well. But they did not skip a beat this past summer, repaving roads, striping the roads, getting their parks and recreation departments in order, the playgrounds from from, you know, ship bottom all the way down to Cape May. Uh, Cape May was buzzing last last weekend. I made some calls down there the weekend before Ocean City was still buzzing. You're correct. People went back to school. Uh, they don't have the, the personnel they have. But I think if the weather continues, as we talked off the air with the heat, I think September is going to be still a pretty good month. I'm concerned about the largest city down there. Atlantic City. Uh, I always had a concern about that because of the fact that they were a one-horse town with the casinos and the entertainment industry, whereas other resorts are more family-oriented and also destinations uh, for the entire family. And finally, what are some other things maybe we haven't touched on that you're keeping an eye on right now? Well, we talked in the past, I think it was May, when the lumber costs were really, really high. They've come down a bit. You know, homes throughout July, the sales of homes uh, had a slight increase. So I'm happy about that. I think people, uh, instead of going into newer homes, are willing to um, buy an older established home. They just want to move in. They may not want to wait the six months or so because of the supply chain. So those who are who are builders... Um, Looking at subdivisions, they're not going to they're not going to sell their homes as quickly as you and I if we are ready to move. And I'm seeing people bidding like crazy on homes, not just ten thousand, twenty thousand. I mean, fifty thousand higher than the asking price. I think that bubble's going to have to burst at some point. It's not going to be this year, though. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.